Hey there, welcome to Above Board with Canderpath. I am Rich, or as I'm sometimes known, the Rich B. And normally I'm joined by my amazing partners, John and Matt. But you know what? They got stuff to do. And we thought, like, why skip a podcast when <laughs> I can just talk? But no, seriously. So we will miss John and Matt for this podcast. I just want to spend a little bit of time with you guys. You know, we're in a new year right now as I'm recording this, just a couple of days into 2022. And, you know, you just, the one vibe that I'm picking up from everybody is they're just like, I hope 2022 is going to be better. Or they're they're taking the stance of 2022 is going to be better. And, you know, we did this with 2021, didn't we? You know, as we were coming like in the beginnings of COVID, in the middle of it, we thought it was going to be like a few weeks or maybe a few months. And then it's turned into what feels like a lifetime. I mean, if there's anything that I've sensed from people, it's this whole idea of wanting time to go by. You know, let's just get to it already. Let's just get to the middle of 2022. You know, I know for me, for the work that I do for a living, you know, I'm stressed. You know, I I normally speak at conferences and gatherings and events. So you can imagine there's not a ton of those right now. So of course, you know, as the as the as the the months had gone by in 2021, and I'm thinking by the end of 2021, we're gonna be normal. And, and then no, we're not. And now we're starting 2022. I got to tell you something, even though I have that same anxiety or that wishful thinking for things to be normal, something occurred to me. This might sound a little weird. And I apologize for wherever I'm getting this from because I, I did not come up with this. But you know how you come across an idea or a quote or a thought, and then sometimes the idea or the quote or the thought impacts you so much that it doesn't even become about who said it. So apologies to whoever the person is that came up with this idea or first said it. But somebody in my, I don't know, podcast listening or reading, I came across somebody who brought up the idea of a tombstone. Now, bear with me because I know I was, I said this was going to be about something good, but, but it'll make sense in a second. And they said, when you look at a tombstone, what usually jumps out at you? Well, first and foremost is usually the name, right? You look at the tombstone and you see Smith. Apologies to anybody named Smith, but you see Smith. You see the big name. And then the second thing you usually see on the tombstone is the birth date or the time, the year of the birth, right? So Smith, 1930, and then you see another date, you know, 1990, right? So you see that the person lived from 1930 to 1990. But the smallest part on the tombstone, the thing that we pay the least attention to is actually the biggest part of Mr. or Mrs. Smith's life. It's the dash in between 1930 and 1990 because that was their whole life. You know, 1930 was the year that they were born. And unless they were some kind of amazing genius, probably their first year of life, they didn't really accomplish a whole lot. Now, the last year of a person's life, well, generally speaking, unless you're a, a war hero or somebody who gave their life in the service, their life to the service of other people or whatever. But if you think about it, if like most of us, hopefully when we die from old age, the last year of our life sometimes, and generally speaking, might not be super productive. For some people it might be, but it might be like the ends of your days, you're chilling, you're relaxing, you're in retirement, whatever. But nonetheless, probably the first year of our life and the last year of our life, for most people, that wasn't as consequential as the dash in between. That was everything. Yet when you think about it, when you look at a tombstone, that's just this little tiny little blip on this, on this marker of a person's life. 
And I was thinking how oftentimes we want to just get through, get past everything. I just want to get through this day. I just want to get through this shift. I just want to get through the holidays and then to the next thing and then to the next thing and then to the next thing until we might find ourselves in that last year. And I thought, man, we want things to go by so fast, but we don't take a moment to really think about what's important. So there's a couple of things. As we enter into 2022 and we're just starting, there's a couple of things that have really jumped out at me that I've learned over my life, but I'm really, really starting to get how I have to put them into practice. The first is the concept that thoughts become things. You know, anything that you can look at in this world, the, the water bottle you're drinking out of, this cup of coffee that I'm having right now, this microphone that I'm speaking into, whatever device you're listening to me on, somebody thought of that first. Somebody had an idea or a concept or a vision, and then they scribbled it out and somebody created it. And then somebody had to melt down the metals and somebody had to find the plastics and whatever it is. Every single thing began with a thought, every invention, every concept, every book, every movie, every relationship started as a thought. Thoughts, while we can't bottle them or see them, are the building blocks. They're the amino acids. They're the proteins. They're the muscle fibers of every single thing in our world. And how little we pay attention to what we think about. I mean, I don't know about you, but I think most people just kind of go through life absorbing what's around them, but maybe not impacting it as much. You know, like whatever happens in that day, this person was rude to them. So that frames their day or this particular thing happened to them. So that's who they are. Or somebody said this, or they read this, or they came across this news story or this politician upset them. And that becomes their day, man. Our thoughts really are powerful things. So like right now, as you're listening to this, if you're in a place, I mean, if you're driving, probably not a good idea to do this, but if you're sitting somewhere and you can stop for a second and just think about something that you really want to happen in your life. I mean, it could be anything. It could be a certain level of health you want to achieve or fitness. You know, you want to be able to, to, to run a mile. You, you want to be able to run five miles. You want to be able to do 20 pushups. You want to be able to do one pushup. You want to be able to read five books a month, or you want to be able to read one book a month. I mean, whatever it is, stop for a second and think about that. So let's just, for fun, let's just pick out you, you want to read a book a month. All right, so stop and think for a second what it would feel like to hold that book in your hand or that you know Kindle device in your hand, however you read. Think about what it would feel like to be sitting down somewhere that's comfortable in reading. Like picture that in your mind. Picture that book in front of you. It doesn't have to be an actual book, just a book. And then picture what it would feel like closing that book and thinking to yourself, wow, I just read my first book in the month of January. I'm, I'm one book, one month. I got this. What that would feel like, what, what that would feel like inside of you. And then picture like you're going to this bookshelf or you're, you're swiping on Amazon and you find this other book that you want to read and you upload it or you pull the book off the bookshelf in the library. And now you started reading that book. And sit there and picture yourself in different clothes, in different places with different books, and the feeling that it would feel that, that you would feel exactly what you would feel as you read another book and another book. And it's like, put yourself six months into the year, you know, we're in June, let's say, and you're sitting there and I want you to close your eyes 
and feel what it would feel like to be like aware of, wow, I've read six books in six months. This is what it would feel like. And just sit with that for a second. Now imagine whatever you want to accomplish, whether it would be reading a book a month or the feeling of doing 20 push-ups, or the feeling of running a mile or the feeling of fitting into a pair of jeans you haven't fit into a while or a feeling of looking at your paycheck and seeing it maybe two or $300 more, whatever it is that you want to achieve, picture it in your mind as a very strong, powerful thought and attach some emotions to it. Feeling of accomplishment, a feeling of transformation, a feeling of excitement, a feeling of accomplishment. And I want you to try that. Like when this podcast is done, Whatever it is that is the wish of your heart, your, your will, the desire of what you want to accomplish over the next few months or the next year even, picture what it would feel like in your mind. Now, you don't have to be the most amazing visualizer where it has to be amazingly detailed, but you could certainly bring an emotion up. You could find an emotion of pride or an emotion of excitement or an emotion of accomplishment or an emotion of like just feeling good about yourself. And maybe that's it. I mean, maybe what you want to accomplish this year is you just want to feel better about yourself. You want to like yourself more. Well, sit there and just picture in your mind what you would look like and feel like and where you would be sitting and what you would be thinking if you just felt good about yourself. You know, for me, you know, I sit there and I picture a gigantic audience of people and I'm really excited and I do this great job talking to them and I get a standing ovation maybe or a, a big amount of applause and afterwards people are coming up to me and talking to me and they're excited and I'm excited, but I gotta go because I gotta get in my Uber because I gotta get to the airport because I gotta fly to the next place and all that excitement that I'm very familiar with that I've done for the last 14 years. And I picture that in my mind and that excitement and what it would feel like. And I expect that that will happen because thoughts become things. How does it work? I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's God. Maybe it's the quote unquote universe. Maybe it's whatever matrix we're living in. I don't know, but I can tell you in my life, there has been a number of times I would put them close to a dozen where I can specifically tell you something that I thought about and that I visualized and I practiced in my mind and I saw, and I felt the raw emotions of and it came to pass. And I remember being there in that moment when that thing happened or I accomplished what I wanted to accomplish. You know, like I pictured writing a book and I pictured what the book would look like and I pictured holding it in my hand and I, I pictured the box coming and I pictured opening it and looking at the book and, and talking to people and the excitement and that happened. And, and I remember when it happened, it felt Harry Potter level magical. It was just wow. Now, did I make that happen through some magical something? I, mean, I, I don't know. Was it that I just created an environment within myself to make those things happen? I, I don't know. But I do know that a lot of my thoughts became things. The other thing is your words. I've talked about this before. I, I think our words are so powerful that if we knew how powerful our words were, we would be much more careful about what we said. You know, I sometimes think that we speak to ourselves in ways that we would never speak to someone that we care about or someone that we love. And as you enter this new year, what if you guarded your words very carefully? What if you chose what you said about yourself? You know, no longer saying, oh, I look fat or, oh, I, I, I'm so dumb or, oh, I, you know, I suck at this or, oh, I, I'm never, I've never been good at that or, oh, I'm horrible at math or I don't understand money or whatever the stupid things that we say to ourselves are, 
What if we caught ourselves? And when you found yourself saying something like, man, I, I'm just so bad with money, you changed that. And you said, I'm really good at learning about money. And then you just convinced yourself that you were, and then you went and you read about finance or you went and sought out somebody who knows something about money. Or instead of saying, you know, oh my gosh, I'm so overweight. You stopped and you said, you know what? I love myself as I am and I'm good where I am, but I have a goal of wanting to be maybe a little bit more in shape. And I am in shape. I am a person who can exercise. I am somebody who's going, you know, however you want to say, you know, they always say that you should say it in an affirmative present tense. So not saying like, I, I am going to be in shape someday, but just say, I am fit. I am healthy. I love to exercise. I get it. I make time to exercise every day. And you picture what it would feel like to exercise. You picture what it would feel like to be at the size or the weight or the strength level or whatever it is. Or if you're totally not somebody that really says, I don't want to lose weight. You just want to be happy with where you are and how you are. Just having some body positivity, if you will. Just say, I love myself the way I am. I'm hot. I look good in these jeans or I look great in this shirt, whatever it is. What you say manifests in your world. We all know somebody like that as I sip my coffee. We, we all know people that they're constantly putting themselves down. They're constantly ripping on their job, ripping on their significant other, ripping on their kids, ripping on their coworkers, ripping on the people that they're in school with, whatever the case may be. And lo and behold, that's the life they live. And we all know people, I hope you know somebody, who they just love their life. And they, they're all, they always have something positive to say about somebody. They always have an uplifting way of looking at things, not in a way that's annoying or is, you know, fake positivity, but you know, when things are tough, they're like, yeah, man, you know, th this, this experience sucked, but you know what? We've been through it. And now if it happens again, we're going to be really good at it. Like, I remember the first hurricane that I went through. I went through hurricane Andrew. It's the first bad one that I really remembered as kind of an adult. And ever since that very negative experience of like my brother lost his house and, you know, there was no food and there was no electricity. It was just, it was pretty bad for a number of weeks. The subsequent hurricanes didn't scare me as much. Well, I mean, maybe they created some anxiety because I was worried about what might be, but I felt a sense of understanding or knowing because I had been through it. We all know people that have been through tough things. And then when you're going through a tough thing, they're able to speak strength into you because they've experienced it. So maybe it's about looking at those negative or trying or challenging experiences in our lives and realizing that we've learned from them. So we adjust our words. So when you do go through a bad time, you are having an, a bad you know, situation with your significant other, or your kids are getting on your last nerve, or your boss is just really just expecting way too much of you. Instead of doing the whole, man, this sucks and I hate this job and all this, you're like, you know what? These challenges put before me, I'm going to take them down one by one. I got this. Even when you don't believe it. No, seriously, even when you don't believe it. Sometimes just speaking the words gets you into the mindset that you begin to believe it. And then you adjust your thoughts. And when your thoughts and your words start to line up, then you become powerful. When you think about what it's going to say on your tombstone, whatever year you were born, that dash and whatever year you die, really what's important is what's that dash going to be? Like, is that dash going to be somebody who just dashed through life, who just tried to get 
to the next project, to the next relationship, to the next job, to the next paycheck, to the next holiday, to the next Friday. I mean, time goes by fast. You know, my mom, my mom passed away October of, I guess now last year, right? And she passed on her 91st birthday. And honestly, it was probably maybe two weeks before she passed. I brought her some coffee and we were talking and she looked around and she looked kind of thoughtful. She was quiet. And my mom is like me. She's never quiet. And I said, mom, what's on your thoughts? What do you, you know, what, what do you, what's on your mind? What are you thinking about? And she looked around. She said, how did I get here? Not even in a sad way, by the way, just in a very matter of fact, how did I get here? Now, to be honest, at first I thought she was having a moment, you know, like she was confused or something, which my mom wasn't. I said, well, what do you mean, mom? Like to this place where you live? No, no. She said, how did I get to be this old? And I looked at her and I asked her the coolest question. I said, mom, when you wake up in the morning, like when you first open your eyes, do you think to yourself, I'm 90 years old? Like, do you feel like an older person? She said, no, when I open my eyes, I really don't feel like I'm much older than maybe 30, 35. She says, and then I realize how my body feels. I realize where I'm at. And, and then it hits me. And I said, so when you're saying, how did I get here? What do you mean? And she looked at me and she said, life goes by so fast. I can't believe that I'm this old. I, I feel like when I look in the mirror and I see this old lady looking back at me, I don't even know who she is. And she said, I guess, man, if there was one thing I'd want you to learn from your mom, enjoy and appreciate and absorb and be present for every moment. Don't jump to the next moment. She goes, I'm guilty of that. She goes, I always was at a party and I'm thinking about the next party, she said, or I was, you know, making dinner and I was thinking about what I was going to make for dinner tomorrow, or we'd be on vacation and I'd be thinking, well, you know, what activities are we going to do tomorrow? We've done. And she said, and I realized that I kind of maybe in a way sped my life up, or at least if I didn't have any control over how fast it was, I had the sensation of it going by fast because I always wanted to jump to the next thing. You know, my mom lived a long time and she did a lot of cool things in her life, but I really sat with that thought, that whole idea of that dash in between the year that we were born and the year that we were died. And really while on a tombstone, it gets so little of the real estate in real life. That's it. That, that is actually real life. Your life, my friends is what you think about and what you think about is what you focus on and it's what you give energy to and it's what you create. The words that you speak, the things that you say to yourself and other people, that's kind of like the mortar in between the bricks of your thoughts. Your thoughts are bricks, your words are mortar and you build who you are with what you think about, how you think, how you process, how you perceive, how you focus, and then how you speak. As you enter into this new year, I want you to be super mindful of your thoughts. I want you to pick one thing, one thing that would be meaningful for you to accomplish. Forget, forget the list of like your new year's resolutions. We all know that most people give up on them within about two weeks. Just pick one thing that would be really important, that would bring you joy, that, that, that would make you feel good, that you would like to do. 
And I want you every day to give yourself five minutes. Yes, you have five minutes. It could be when you're in the shower. It could be when you're in the bathroom. And if it's more than much more than five minutes and up your fiber by all means, but give yourself five minutes and visualize and picture what that accomplishment would feel like emotionally, visually, see it through your own eyes as if you were doing it. And then as you go through your day, talk to yourself about it. I read books easily. I love to read. I read 50 books in a year. I read 12 books in a year, whatever it is, whatever your goal is, right? I do 20 push-ups like they were nothing. I got this. I am strong. Say these things to yourself. I'd be curious to learn if for some of you, this didn't kind of expand who you were and what you accomplished. Hey man, life is short. Don't dash through it. Got what I'm saying? I think you do. Hey man, thank you so much for joining us here on Above Board with Candorpath. We are super grateful for every one of you that downloads our podcast. Please give it a like. Please share it with somebody that you think might get something out of this. And of course, on behalf of John and Matt and myself, we're very grateful for you. We appreciate you. And we wish you an amazing 2022. Take care.